Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. All righty, 1044 on the Fan. BT and Sal. Sal's out. CeeLo's sitting in. Uh, some Yankee stuff here. All right, now, I'm a little confused. Still very optimistic. I said last week with Sal that I think Blake Snell is going to be a New York Yankee. I believe that. I still believe that. There's a report out now, and it's unclear, and I'd like to get to the bottom of it. Let's flush through it here, CeeLo. Mark Feinstein's got a a tweet, just put it out recently, that the Yankees have an offer for Snell, and the Angels and Giants will be in play as well. All right, now the Giants have been trying to give money away, trying to lure (laughs) Judge and others. A lot of guys. There are a lot of guys. Uh, Moreno's got to be desperate to find, you know, you lose Otani, you still have Trout, so... Trout spoke today. Oh, what did he say? I didn't see that. I'm not looking to be traded. I want to take the easy way out, okay. but I'm urging ownership to make some additions, Oof. and yeah, so right, just, just kind of yeah. put, putting their feet to the yeah, fire. Stop talking, Trout, because it, it <laughs> might, uh, you know, it might inspire your owner to go and get Snell away from the Yankees. Yeah. Anyway, so Feinstein's tweet says the Yankees have an offer on the table. Well, we already knew that because the Yankees had the only reported offer of six years, $150 million. What I'm trying to clarify, and this would be really interesting because this is exactly what I said. Forget about the six, seven years for Snell. Yanks aren't doing it. I wouldn't do it unless it just price drops through the floor. How about one or two years, 35, 36, 37 AAV, go for it with Judge and Cole and and obviously Rodon if he bounces back in their prime, and a few others, and 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 obviously Soto one year, go for it. But I don't know if it's a new offer. I, I don't know. I mean, I would think the timing of it today, considering we've known about that initial offer, that's weeks. Months. It's not. Yeah, right. Exactly. And he they turned it down. Right. So sure. the timing of of Feinstein putting this out today and combining it with the other teams of interest leads me to believe that it's some sort of new or adjusted offer. I don't. I don't know. I don't see why he would circle back to that today after months of us knowing that there was an initial offer made. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. I, I read it the same way. Maybe it's just a way. I'm going to read you the exact tweet. And yeah. So you always have to question where that's coming from. Hundred percent. Wanting to put that out there. That's a good yeah. point. Happens. Business is business. Uh, Blake Snell has an offer on the table for the Yankees per source. Now, right, when he says per source, it's got to infer that it's new. And then he finishes it, though the Angels and Giants remain possibilities for the reigning NL Cy Young winner. See, if I'm so, trying to read between the lines right there, and it's total speculation on my part, yeah. I would think that's coming from Snell's agent. Okay, myself. maybe, but I would also think that that almost represents a new offer. Because when, yeah, when Feinstein, yeah, it's yeah. got to. Because why would he say per source when we've known for seven weeks that right. Blake Snell had six years more well, 50? Well, think about it. They, they turned that down 
market kind of crumbled on them. Mm-hmm. And now here we go. It's the 11th hour. Pitchers and catchers are in camp. He probably wants to find his new landing spot. Yankees have some sort of offer. Maybe it's they're looking to get a little bit more. Oh, by the way, these other teams are still interested. You know, let's try to bring that price up a little bit. That's yeah. just my read. I have no idea. Could be dead wrong. Yeah. When I read that, that's what jumps out to me right away. If I'm Blake Snell, now Seattle. Oh, I actually have the odds for you as well because the uh, the updated Blake Snell odds. So the Giants, uh, the the Yankees are the favorites at plus two fifty. Okay, at the favorites. Let's see. The Seattle Mariners are plus four fifty. That's second. That's second. Huh. And then, yeah, that because they're not in the report, but yeah. that doesn't mean that, that you know the other things aren't happening with other reporters, whatever. Uh, Giants and the Angels are both plus six fifty. So Yankees one, Seattle two, Angels Giants tied for that third spot. It, it surprises I, me the Mariners. Sorry, not to cut you off. That's but, right. I mean, the Mariners spent a lot of this offseason shedding salary. Mm-hmm. Now maybe it was to open up a spot because they felt they needed to add to pitching. And I'm not saying this is top of the market now, but he's not. It's not going to be cheap. This is not going to be a bargain bin. So when he when he chooses his team, well, it's going to be a bargain, but yeah, it's not going to be like from the you know, standpoint of it's not going to. I don't think what you said it's going to be that six or seven. It's not a Marcus Stroman deal. The per year money is still going to be pretty yeah, significant. I agree. So I guess from that standpoint, maybe the Mariners are just retooling or reallocating the money that they can spend. But I know they did spend time earlier in the offseason trading guys away because they had to shed payroll. They did, and they've got a nice team. They got a good roster, so if they're in it, wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, Blake's if I'm I'm trying to think like if I'm Blake Snell, what would I do? Well, you're gonna play this game a little bit more because now people are really gonna start getting a little fidgety, like, okay, we need the upgrade, whomever's in the game for Snell. And now the race is on, it's past the middle of February, camp's open. All right, now now you gotta start making something happen. Yeah. If I'm him, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Yankees fan, I'm not saying there's no other good options, there definitely are. How do you not try to maximize like, say, give me one year with a player option, a massive AAV, go and pitch behind Garrett Cole in the rotation, mm-hmm. and Rodon's going to have more pressure no matter what. So you could kind of hide a little, as much as you could hide with the Yankees, you know, if you even can, with Judge and Soto running this offense. How did he not sign up for that? Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of upside there. And for him to bet on himself short term, go back into market if he has a good year. And not that he didn't have a good year last year. I mean, you look at the numbers. I mean, I understand, hey, maybe uh, – Getting deep into games can be a problem. Putting guys on base, walks, so on and so forth. But, I mean, he does have a pretty accomplished resume. It's been a few years, but he has pitched in the American League East, of course, with the Rays. So he does have that experience. He knows what that's all about. So from that standpoint, it, it makes plenty of sense. I wonder from the Yankees' side, I mean, look, they obviously have some sort of interest. They made the initial offer. It seems like they've circled back with a second offer. But, again, and take this for what it's not, that I'm defending it or I necessarily believe it's true or it should be the case Hearing about the luxury tax, how much could they go in the short term because they're kind of right at that top-tier buffer. So whatever they pay him would actually end up being more because they got to pay 110%. Same with the Mets with Justin Turner, J.D. Martinez. These are really not the things we want to hear here in New York with these two ownership groups. Just entertain us, damn it. But it seems to be a real thing and something that whether we like it or not, we have to take into consideration. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Mix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary! On the final play of the half! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It is BT and Sal, minus Sal, back tomorrow. Brandon, Tierney, Sal, Licata Show, CeeLo stepping in. Uh, CeeLo, any other relatives that want to call the show today before we get out of here? Listen, we got, another, cousins want to check in. we got another 58 <laughs> minutes to go. Anything's possible. I mean, I'm not, you know, texting people off the behind the scenes here to get them to light up the phone. we got plenty of people that are calling in as it is. But yep. I come from a passionate sports family, you know? You never know You never know what you might hear from at any given moment. That is fantastic. All right, let's get to some Alonzo stuff here before we get back to the hockey calls, the Patino stuff, a little Blake Snell, Giancarlo Stanton as well. Stanton spoke. Had some interesting things to say. Body looks completely different as well. So Alonzo spoke over the weekend. As did David Stearns. Uh, the Stearns stuff is more him reiterating that there, and the term was playoff caliber. Yeah. And then you could obviously play on that. I Room mean, if, for interpretation. Yeah. I mean, if you're hanging around and you're six, seven games out in late August-ish, you're a playoff caliber type well, of you're, team. You're aided by the extra playoff spots with the wild card now. you can. A lot of teams can make that case much later into the season than that maybe, you know, in more recent history of even five, ten years ago. Yeah, complicates the trade market a little bit because other teams mm-hmm. might fool themselves and hold on to players or, or ask for more than they ordinarily could because there's two or, two or three teams that want their player because other teams were emboldened by the extra spot. It's a good point. But the bottom line with Alonzo is this. Now, I think of all the things that me and Sal have discussed, Pete Alonzo was certainly at the top. Yeah. That is for sure. Uh, whether it's in terms of engagement, whether it's in terms of opinions, or just the amount of time sheerly that we that we just go Spend back to the it. Alonzo mm-hmm. stuff, it's been hot. And this isn't a hot take. This is just me reacting to... Him speaking this weekend, trying to deduce exactly what he meant based on all the other opinions I've had up until this point. And to me, all signs point to him being an ex-Met. Yes. I stand by that. And if Pete Alonzo, during the season, or after the season, it's not going to happen during the season, after the season, signs a deal and remains with the Mets, I'll be surprised. I agree. I agree. I don't necessarily agree that that should be the Mets' stance or take, but reading the tea leaves, based on all that we know, what we've heard, the way things have played out, the fact that they were apparently shopping him at the trade deadline last year when they made their moves uh, to, to move on from Scherzer and Verlander, I mean, all signs point towards that. Things can change. We've got a whole season to play out. You're going to see what his market's going to be when you get to the next winter, next off season. But even you know him going to Boris and the things that he said, things that Stearns have said, some of the rumblings and Sal's alluded to some of it feeling like something's off so much so far as his presence in the clubhouse. Like you're checking a lot of boxes on the him leaving town side yep. and not a lot of boxes on the him staying side. Yeah, and there's some things that we can't quantify and there's others that we can't. And, you know, so that's why I use the word deduce. We're, we're trying to piece this whole thing together. But one thing that we do know is that He's not young, you know, and it's not an ideal age to give somebody that six or seven year deal, especially yeah. for a body he's not type young like for that. The long term contract, no, yeah. no, he's not. He's not. He's not old in terms of exiting his prime. He's but right in his prime. He's right. He in would his have prime. liked to have him locked up long term a few years ago, buy out yeah. some of those years of free agency, but it doesn't always work that way. Which is why the Soto stuff is so appealing, yep. whether it's the Yankees or the Mets or somebody else. Like, I mean, Juan Soto is going to be twenty five and a half by the time he's, he's dealing with this next contract. Unique oh. situation. Yes. Oh my god! You know, do you think? Do you think that we get a full-scale, full-throttle 
you know, Steinbrenner or Cohen stare down for Soto. How do we not? I hope so. I, I as a Yankee fan, and it's not yeah. look. I get they've spent money. I don't I'm know not if I sa- want I'm not them saying to. it. They haven't. It's a Yankee fan. I just I, I wonder how much you know. Look with Soto, it's one it's one side of it. I just I wonder. I feel like there's more of a limit to how far the Yankees will go than there ever was before. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying that that's that, that that's bad business to operate that way. I think we've just grown so accustomed to the way they once did things and feeling like there were no other teams that if they wanted a guy, they were going to get him. And yeah. it was re- that's kind of like the way the Dodgers are operating that's, now. They, they right? are now the Yankees. So from that standpoint, it's a little different the way the Yankees are set up. Say what you want to say about Hal versus his dad. And we know about that conversation. And when you pair that with what Steve Cohen represents, and I know right now some Met fans have a bad taste in their mouth and they're kind of down on the whole Cohen thing after a few years of him spending Ending like a drunken sailor. Now they've kind of gone the other direction. Maybe there's a middle ground there. But it feels like they they pursued Yamamoto hard. So did the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not just going to be, well, I have money. I'm going to spend it no matter what. But when they earmark and highlight or focus in on a guy that they really want, that's when I feel like Cohen's wallet is a legitimate danger to other teams. If I agree he gets with that. his mindset on somebody and it's really just about money, mm-hmm. obviously for Yamamoto, it was about more than that. And ultimately with the decision that he made, but if it's a guy that wants the highest offer yep. and the Mets feel strongly about that player, I feel like that's that's hard to overcome. I agree. Uh, and that's why, you know, you said as a Yankee fan, you hope that that happens. As a Yankee fan, I hope that that doesn't happen because that's where, uh, at least in these conversations, I'll acquiesce and I'll say, you don't really want that to happen. There's because a limit if, to how far you'll go. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it's one thing, you know... For Cohen to pass on some options that I think all of us think would help the Mets this year become better, but maybe not be the best for the long-term yeah. health of the future. It's quite another to to get on the air or process this in a way where you rule out Cohen as being the big the big hook to get Soto. Yeah, I think if you do that, you're out of your mind. I'm not doing that as a Yankee fan. I, that legitimately maybe worries is strong because I do believe the Yankees will be competitive enough and in the offer if the Mets make that big push. But the other thing, too, and I want to get I want to get back to Alonzo and then get back to these calls. Yeah. Like, I look at the Mets on paper coming into the year. They're not going to be good. And if they are, amazing. Okay? But I, you know where I stand. Right. I don't think the they'll be good. the opposite of last year. They'll catch everyone by surprise and overachieve rather than underachieve with all those preseason expectations. Boy, that would be some coup for Stearns, who's getting knocked around. Uh-huh. He's getting hit hard in the court of public opinion. For a guy who's barely been here... Uh, for a team that hasn't won since '86, David Stern is catching uh, Stearns is catching a whole hell of a lot of shrapnel. But the the point is, it, I look at this Met season probably not going incredibly well um, in terms of wins and losses, and probably attendance as you get past a certain point. How is that going to be appealing to Soto? Yeah, I playing agree. in the Bronx that, in front of forty thousand people every night, and that's not specifically with batting so- in front of Judge. Yeah, not specifically with Soto, but in general, as far as the Mets trying to set themselves up for the future. But in this big market with the owner who's got the deep pockets, that's why I went to bat for them when they made the handled the trade deadline the way they did last year, feeling like I do think that they're going to make some legitimate moves this offseason. They really haven't. So that's the part where it has me kind of scratching my head, wondering a little bit. I mean, I'm all for, hey, we're going to restock the farm system. We want to develop some of our prospects, bring them to the big leagues. But I like a mesh, right? This yep. is this is not, hey, the, the Orioles or the Royals where – we get a small window where our prospects are under control and they're legitimate big leaguers and we can contend. Yeah. And then when that goes away and we can't afford them, we got to strip it down yes. and waste. You know, Same with the Rays. Spend, yeah. That's a good well, point. Well, the Rays operate. They, 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 really, more they win more. But. Yes, exactly. But this is not, I mean, that's not what we're dealing with here no. in New York with this market, this organization, this owner, this setup. Yeah. So that part surprises me a little bit.